Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. I woke up and then I went over and was banging on him. Greg died uh, in my bed that night. It was horrible. I called 911, but by then I was just... <laughs> I mean, I was just paralyzed. I blame myself for his death because it happened on my watch and, you know, I thought if I woke up that it wouldn't have happened. But it happened. So, after a while in the house, um, there was this really strong sense of a presence in the house. It was like it was um, just heavier, just kind of, you know, that there was something in the house. So that I would come home and say, hi, Greg, I'm back. I mean, it was just really odd it was just this like you'd walk in the air and there was something liquid about it almost you know like you were just moving through this aura or something very soon after that noises I mean vivid noises I was dating someone for a minute I told him about the noises and he just thought that was absurd something was making a noise that there had had no business making and I had said to him Greg is following me and he didn't believe me and then this happened and he was sort of freaked out so it wasn't just me that felt it by any means one night um, I was in my room the room that uh, Greg had died in and I was it was very very late at night and I was writing 
And I... I had this um, gag toy. I had used it many years before when I was doing a, a... writing one of the young indies with George Lucas, and we both had them, and you'd push the button on it, and it would... it would just say awful things to you. You're a Each Are you talking to me? And I'd left it in the room next to mine, my closet, where Greg had left many of his clothes. And through the wall, I heard, which really scared me. Um, And I didn't want to go in there and look for the toy or, you know. I stayed in the room and I uh, sort of calmed down and it happened again. And I was quite frightened by this, but I just, I knew it was Greg. Both times the little toy said, are you talking to me? My editor of my book, I told her about it and she said, well, maybe I should talk to the psychic. And, uh, This wasn't something I did commonly, but anyway, she put me in touch with this woman. And I talked to her and I, I was crying. Anyway, she said that he was pulled out of life so abruptly and he was, you know, in his forties, he was quite young. So that she felt that he was in distress partly. I mean, just that he did not accept leaving and that part of him, yes, was in the house and even part of him was trying to sort of enter me in a way because sort of my distress was his, was a manifestation of his distress. seemed like sort of a natural thing that he wouldn't want to leave because he was planning on being settled there. And so in a way, he did settle there for a while after he died. I didn't think it was a bad thing. Like, I, it wasn't like I would come and <laughs> have an exorcist or something come and make him get out. It was completely okay with me. I think it makes sense to stay around where you're comfortable, stay around those that you love until, you know, you can accept things and and move on. Reverend Christopher. You can find me on Facebook at Reverend Christopher Psychic Medium. You can also look for the web series I'll be a part of called Soul Searching. And you are listening to the Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with Aaron Hunter.
Welcome! I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and it is Monday, October 17th, 2022, episode 281. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And as always, I'm glad to be back in the hot seat. And man, we are getting closer to Halloween. Can't wait. And the leaves are changing. The air is nice and crispy. I love this time of year. And it is getting colder. We uh, got down to 31 degrees uh, in the evenings now. So yeah, it's freezing weather, man. (laughs) But yeah, as far as announcements are concerned, not too much is going on. Everything's nice and relaxed over here. We're just gearing up for Halloween. And Mr. Aaron Farrell of Aaron's Horror Show, which comes on Tuesdays, he's taking a little hiatus. He's trying to finish up his new novel. So, he'll be back, though. And this Wednesday, there will be a new episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments. And then, of course, this Friday, as always, two new entertaining short films. But, yeah, yeah, I love uh, I love the crispy air. Uh, taking walks, you know, go to the local park, you know, walk around. Love it. But we're going to do more listener stories so let's get the show on the road and you guys know what that means oh yeah man come on come on say it with me that's right to the story then follow me right this way no pushing no shoving and the fires are blazing nice and toasty in here as always grab a beanbag over there in the corner find an empty spot on the floor and while you guys are doing that i'm gonna get beyond my desk here ah, get nice and comfy all right and i print off brit's packet if you're listening, Britt, thank you again, as always. Let's see here. Okay. Yeah. We got two short ones, and we got a long one. Okay. Yeah, let me take a sip of my green tea real quick before we begin. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So good when it hits the lips. Love it. All right. The first one. This one is by Tracy. And it's titled, Mountain Man. Okay, Tracy. Let's see what you got, man. So, about a month ago, I took a road trip with my boyfriend. We stopped by a really cool-looking mountain along the side of the road. He decided to climb it and, and see what was on the other side. But I was too scared I'd fall, so I stayed by the car. As he climbed it, I heard a really faint hello. It wasn't a, hello? As if someone was wondering if there was someone there. It was a greeting, just, hello. I looked around to see who it was, but of course there was no one around. I looked up at my boyfriend, who was halfway up the mountain, and he was looking at me. He asked if I had heard that. Somehow, he heard it too. He joked that it was a ghost, and I laughed it off, because either way, I'm used to the paranormal. We went home and that was it. Now, this started happening about a week ago. I go to sleep really early at around 7 p.m. because I work at 4 a.m. While I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep, my bed shakes a little and it sort of sinks. Yes, exactly the same way it does when someone sits on your bed. This has happened a few times already. Like I said, I'm used to it. It doesn't scare me, but I still double-checked to see if someone somehow came into my room when I know they didn't because 
My bed is right next to my door, and I'd notice. But anyway, I told my boyfriend about that, and again, he joked that it was the mountain man who had followed me home. I think it's possible, but I can't be sure. Yesterday, I was in my car with my two brothers and my mom. We were leaving the gas station when I hear someone whisper, help me, in Spanish. Whenever you hear someone say or whisper or whatever, help me, you're going to feel even a little bit worried. At least I did. I asked them if they heard that, and they didn't. It was a whisper, but it was still loud. My family should have been able to hear it like I did. I haven't had anything paranormal happen to me or around me in a few years. And then I experienced all this within a month. I'm starting to think it really is the mountain man, and he hitched a ride with us that day. Love your work. And man, that's from Tracy. Tracy, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, see... You know, you guys don't know this, the old timers do, but, you know, this is a reason why I decide just to be an academic. I like reading about the paranormal, like researching some things, but I don't go out there looking for this stuff. You know, I don't go to haunted houses and start trying to talk to spirits because I hate the idea of attachments. I don't want anything following me back, you know. The house is nice and peaceful, but all of a sudden you go out. And you come back, you know, you've been living at your place for like 10 years, and then all of a sudden the house just comes alive. And then now you got to go through, you know, jump through all kinds of hoops to try to get rid of the thing. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's not so weird, uh, the idea of attachments. I've read a few stories, and, you know, where uh, things like that happen. It's kind of rare, but, yeah, it does happen. All right, Tracy, thank you again. All right, what's next? What do we got? This one is by Ross, and it's titled, Kids. Okay, Ross, let's see what you got, man. I'm a firm believer that children and animals can see or sense more than your average adult. Dogs growling at nothing, cats staring at something in empty space, etc., etc. One of my creepy moments was with a child. My sister's house had something in it, there was no doubt about that. Often, figures would pass by the kitchen door in the corridor, and my sister, thinking it was me, I was always hanging out there, would find me in the living room and not on the other side of the house where she had just seen me heading. This happened so often that we don't pay much attention to it anymore. The hot spots in her house were definitely her bedroom and the bathroom where firmly placed objects would fall off shelves for no reason, right in front of her eyes. Since her husband worked nights, she would lock herself in the bedroom with her little boy, and despite the sweltering heat, woke up more than once to a cold room. Note for the story ahead, in Africa, gaga means bad or yucky or gross. It's typically used by children. This specific event happened one evening when friends of theirs were visiting. They had two little girls. I was spending some time with the children sitting by the kitchen door, looking out onto the backyard. From where we could see the bathroom on the right, there was a small tree beside it, maybe three or four meters away from where we sat. It was a full moon that evening. Then, 
Out of nowhere, the youngest little girl points to the tree outside the bathroom and says, Who's that Gaga witch standing there? Of course, I am immediately creeped out, but I remain calm. I ask her, What Gaga witch? She's still pointing and looking. Then she makes a crooked thumb. The one standing there by the tree, with her finger like this. As if in slow motion, I look towards the tree, hoping that I wouldn't see anything. I don't. However, with my hair standing on end now, but not wanting to make a scene, I quickly usher the children back into the house and lock the door, joining the others in the living room, happy for the distraction of music and conversation. My sister and her family later moved out of that house, and I don't think anything followed her, because the house was fine. Thank you for reading. And man, that's from Ross. Ross, thank you very much for sharing. I loved it. Yeah, uh, the old timers know this. I'll say it again. Uh, kids are just creepy. Yeah, they, they creep me out, you know. <laughs> uh, they actually scare me sometimes, some of the stuff they say. So, uh, yeah, sounds like you're over there in Africa, huh? Yeah, very cool. And I'm glad, uh, you know, I'm glad when she moved, nothing followed her. And, you know, like you said, the next house was fine. So, yeah, feel sorry for anyone else that's going to move into the old house, right? <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for uh, sharing. All right. Oh, yeah, for you uh, new guys, if you want to share your own experience, just send it to... Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. All right, what do we got? What's next? This one is by Waves, and it's titled, My Mother in the Woods. Okay, Waves, let's see what you got, man. I've actually had several paranormal encounters over the years, but this one has always struck me as bizarre and frightening. This incident occurred sometime in the fall of 2006. I grew up in a rural part of Ohio. My house had fairly dense woods located directly behind it. As a child, I had a passion for exploring. I especially loved exploring those woods. It was my favorite place to be. Prior to the incident, I had wandered through those woods many times, always with my mother's permission. There was one tree in particular that I frequently enjoyed to climb, usually about to the halfway mark so I could perch myself on one of the heavier branches and just relax as I listened to the peaceful sounds of nature. Climbing that tree for the very first time was quite an accomplishment. Now, from that position, I could partially see the back of my house. On that day, after a fair amount of exploring, I carefully scaled my favorite tree. I seated myself on a sturdy branch and took in the view. Naturally, being late in October, the sun began to set within a few minutes. I always felt a little saddened to see the darkness approaching. The woods were like my own little sanctuary. I could entertain myself out there for hours. When darkness began to fall, my mother would stand at the edge of the woods and call my name until I obediently returned home, so not to be stranded out there after dark. After watching the sunset until I could no longer see it, I began my descent down the tree. I was nearly at the bottom when I heard my mother's familiar voice, calling my name. 
I thought nothing of it at first, as this routine had occurred plenty of times before. Then I realized something strange as my feet touched the ground. My mother's voice was coming from behind me deeper in the woods, rather than towards the entrance where she always stood when she called me home. My mom had never entered those woods before, at least not with me. I was eager to find her and show her all my favorite spots before it grew too dark. That's when I realized something was off. How could she have gone into the woods ahead of me? Certainly I could have missed her, but as I said, she never entered those woods. She continued calling my name, but there was something strange about it. She sounded absolutely frantic, almost angry. Fearing that I was in trouble for reasons currently unknown, I froze in place. As her voice drew closer, I squinted my eyes to see if I could locate her and determine exactly how angry or upset she appeared to be. However, I didn't see anyone or anything unusual. Suddenly, I heard her voice calling my name from the direction of my house, sounding much calmer. Seconds later, from somewhere within the woods, she called again. It wasn't an echo. I wasn't imagining things. I was literally hearing her beckoning me from the edge of her backyard as well as ahead of me deeper in the woods. My legs suddenly turned to jelly. I couldn't quite comprehend what was going on. Come here right now! The voice that I originally believed to be her screamed from just ahead. I realized that whoever or whatever was mimicking my mother was drawing closer. I didn't question which voice was actually my mother's, as there was something about the way it sounded that unnerved me. Terrified of what I would see, if I stood there much longer, I turned around and ran towards the exit of the woods as quickly as my legs could possibly carry me. It was amazing that I didn't trip over anything in my haste. Even though my house wasn't very far away from where I had been standing, those woods had never seemed larger to me than they did in that moment. From behind me, my mother's voice continued to call my name, now sounding desperate. Panic set in as my actual mother finally came into view, waiting patiently as she usually did until I returned home. In my frightened state, I absolutely refused to look back. As soon as I was out of the woods and in the backyard next to my mother, the other voice was suddenly gone. Rather than fading away, it seemed to stop the very moment I stepped foot into my backyard. I must have looked as frightened as I felt because my mother asked me what was wrong, and slowly but surely my panic subsided. I didn't say anything until we were safely inside of the house, with our doors locked. I asked my mother if she had entered the woods. Appearing confused by the question, she told me that of course she hadn't. With that confirmation, I hesitantly asked her if she had heard anyone else calling my name and yelling. The answer to that question was also no. Although I was still very much shaken up, I managed to explain everything that happened as clearly and rationally as possible. My mother was surprisingly nonchalant about the whole situation, explaining that I must have imagined it. 
that I was spending too much time out there by myself. The incident in those woods have stayed with me to this day. I can still hear that voice as clear as a bell. Whoever, or whatever, it was calling my name sounded exactly like my mother, but I know it wasn't her. Not only was she waiting for me outside, but the voice also sounded strange in a way that I still can't fully explain. I didn't go back into those woods until I was 17 years old, and even then, I never hung out for very long. I've carefully gone over every possible explanation, but none of them seem entirely plausible. It certainly wasn't my mother playing a prank, and there was no way she could have pulled it off. Not to mention the fact that she's never been one to play pranks. I also highly doubt that it was anyone else because as I stated before, we lived in a rural area. The closest neighbor was at least a mile away and I wasn't personally acquainted with any of them. How could they have known my name and where to find me? We've since moved out of that house, but my mother and I occasionally discussed the incident. She still claims that she never heard or saw anything unusual out there. I know it probably shouldn't, but what happened in those woods continues to bother me. I spent many hours out there prior to that day and never had anything out of the ordinary occur. The best explanation I have at this point is a doppelganger, or possibly a demon, but I'm unsure. Thank you for reading. And man, that's from Waves. Waves, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, that's uh, creepy. Yeah, I love the story. Um, that's not unusual for things to mimic voices of loved ones, but usually it's just like a, a playful ghost or a prankster. But uh, yeah, I can imagine you being a, you know a kid. Don't know what age you were, but uh, yeah, you, it's kind of weird. You stated that you've been out there many times. You've been out there for hours and hours, and it sounds like this is the first and only time that happened and uh yeah i can only imagine you know the sun is is pretty low it's getting dark in the woods uh i like to hike so i know how it um you know it gets pretty dark in the woods uh when the sun goes down and um yeah then you hear your mom calling you it sounds angry but then you realize it's deeper in the woods because you know it's not like you're mom normally goes to the edge of the woods to call you back home yeah and then all of a sudden you hear your regular mom at the edge of the woods so you got these two voices one's angry and then you know of course your mother at the edge of the woods and then as you're leaving the voice that's deeper in the woods you said it becomes it sounds almost like it's uh desperate yeah that's just creepy something wanted you to to meet it <laughs> screw that man and yeah i i get it uh yeah you're still scared as you stated near the end here you never went back in there until about you know you're 17 years old don't know how many years have passed by since then but yeah and you didn't stay in there very long when you decided to, to pay a visit <laughs> yeah i'm with you on that one hey waves thank you again for sharing yeah that's just creepy creepy stuff and that is it guys that's all that Brit sent me 
And as always, we're flattered that uh, you come to the network. I'm glad you guys are enjoying yourself, and I'm glad you're at least finding one thing you like. Hopefully, you find multiple things, you know. And as always, make sure you get the free app. You know, we had it built for you guys because we love you guys. Just open up your app store, do a search for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. Download it for free. Stream anytime, anywhere. And also, we are on 30-plus streaming platforms such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, etc., etc. So if you're in the office or wherever you may be at and you're listening to your favorite top 40 music, whatever, just do a search for us as to your favorites. So when you get tired of your music and you want to get your spook on, you can just stay at the platform that you're on. And so with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Brendan and also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man, we love you. Oh yeah, we do. As always, thank you and good night.